Welcome to the Team Trash Cast. My name is Wasteland. You might also know me as TJ. I'm Logan, Logan Landfill. <laughs> Cut you off, didn't I? Yeah, it's cool. And I'm Dr. Compost, a.k.a. Aaron. <laughs> and today we're going to be talking all about Thanksgiving, that wonderful time where we gather around our family and try to tolerate them long enough to enjoy Grandma's wonderful mac and cheese with gravy. All right, boys, i got a quick question for you just before we get into the show. Actually, to get us into the show, it's a, it's a nice, wholesome question. What's a great Thanksgiving memory that you have? All right. Um, so mine, I have... I have one. Uh, I, can, I have like two. One's pretty small, and then another one's it's it's a little bit longer. So the first one is uh, I remember one Thanksgiving I was talking with my cousins on my dad's side, and we were just kind of like talking about pancakes for some reason. We were just you know we all like eating pancakes, whatever. And it was at that point that one of my cousins told us about how much they loved eating ketchup on pancakes, and we all just kind of what? Yeah, it was weird. You got to throw um, the whole relative away at that point. Yeah, <laughs> disown. No, um, but <laughs> it, was like, uh, it was something like they just uh, they just ran out of syrup, and so they just put ketchup on instead because it was there, I guess. Ew! Yep. That is so nasty. It was not ideal, for sure. Disgusting. Dude, I, I would I would put peanut butter on that than than ketchup, man. Oh yeah. Oh no, peanut butter on pancakes sounds delicious. Actually, mm-hmm. it is. It is. Yeah. Like, Chocolate syrup too. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Peanut butter well, pancakes is fantastic. Let me tell you what. But actually, actually, I'll level you guys up. I'll level. I'll level you guys up. Sorry, I will one up you guys. Okay. Neither peanut butter sauce. Oh, okay. Ooh. All right. That sounds uh, it, good. I feel like peanut butter sauce is a is a slept on topping, and it does not get the respect it deserves right. out you here know, in these streets. On pancakes, what? it does. Mm-hmm. On pancakes, it, it definitely would. You know what else is a is a, something that people sleep on is a, is gravy sometimes. Um, actually, no, gravy is like the thing for Thanksgiving. But I was just trying to do you know one of my famous transitions. Um, so my other story is uh, one time at Thanksgiving dinner. This is the same side of the family. We. Um, it was, there was some kind of weird thing, like, we were all younger, and, like, we weren't allowed to leave the table until all of our relatives were also done eating or something like that, but we had all finished eating, and so we wanted to go, like, run around and throw a football around or something like that, mm-hmm. um, and we had to wait for everybody else to be done, and we got tired of waiting, and so, like, we were just, like, sitting at the table, and one of my, my oldest uh, cousin on my dad's side uh, just picks up the thing of gravy, it's like hot gravy, homemade gravy, um, and just like starts pouring it on a spoon and then like we all took turns just like eating hot gravy spoons. Um. <laughs> all right, man. So, so every once in a while when we get, get together with those relatives, we just kind of talk about hot gravy spoons. Yeah. Is that the name of like your folk, uh, Mumford and Sons cover band? Yeah. It's, gravy um, spoon. we're very hot gravy bread. spoon. I don't. I don't know. Gravy is pretty delicious, so I don't know if I can hate on that story. Hmm. Um, okay. It was a weird so, time. <laughs> I can hate on it. It's so weird. All right. So for me, uh, great Thanksgiving memory that I have is. Uh, oh, okay. So um, referencing the show once again, Mike the Mean, who joined us for our Black Eyes and White Dudes episode, um, a good, uh, great friend of mine, came and joined my mom and I for Thanksgiving a couple of years ago. Uh, my sister. Um, lives like far away like in florida and my dad lives 
um, in Maryland and like my mom and dad are like divorced. So my mom is the close, like is the nearest by family. So she and I usually just do something. Um, and uh, we like to celebrate Black Thanksgiving, uh, which uh, Black Thanksgiving, you guys, is very much the same. is very is is very much the same as normal Thanksgiving. The only difference is there's more salt, and you start three hours late. That's the only difference um, oh between that and normal Thanksgiving. Um, I, I kid like, you not. <laughs> I like <laughs> that it's quote unquote normal Thanksgiving and not white Thanksgiving. Yeah, man. <laughs> Black Thanksgiving is a whole different beast. Um, so I actually, one Thanksgiving, my mom and I, um, story is we didn't start eating until 8.30 at night, um, which I know for some people might That's pretty be... late. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's Black Thanksgiving, man. <laughs> I don't think we started cooking until like 6 o'clock at night. It was oh, just man. because... Um, uh, so things. So I, I love to cook. Like I love, love, love to cook. Uh, we're gonna do an episode on cooking, um, probably in a few months. But Thanksgiving, I, I have a rule for myself. It is the one day I don't want to touch a stove. It's it's the one day I don't. It's it's the one day I prefer to. It's the one day that I, I don't want to cook. Um, my grandmother, my sister, and my mom. They would always like uh, cook. Um, in the kitchen, which I know is like very traditional. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't really mind it so much because I cook. All the other times I have my mom over and I'll make dinner for her. I'll have my friends over. I'll cook for them. But Thanksgiving, for some reason, I just really like being able to sit around, play video games, and uh, being able to have a meal with the family. Although since it's just my mom and I lately, she and I will make something together. Um, but beforehand, when it was like a bigger family, I usually took that day off from cooking. But basically, sorry, uh, to get back to what the story was, is that uh, Mike the Mean, my buddy Dylan, he joined um, my mom and I for thank- for Black Thanksgiving. Um, and uh, Mike the Mean, you guys, is very white bread. Um, you might be able to find an old photo of him. He was in our, um, if you look on our Instagram at Team Trashcast, you can see him arguing over paper towels with Logan Landfill. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh, very, man. Yeah. What I a like to think. Time. Yeah, <laughs> we recorded that I like to, so long ago. I like to think of uh, of my buddy Dylan as the uh, human incarnation of uh, of like a buff Hank Hill. So basically, he he just he came over. Um, he'd already like spent time with his family, and um, it was just really nice getting to like merge the world of my friends and my family, which felt very solitary at the time, um, to hang out. And then after that, we all just watched Bob Ross videos. Um, it was just a really nice, like, uh, sometimes it was very sweet. Um, and yeah, no, actually I, again, I want the key thing here is that somebody had already had Thanksgiving and was able to join us for black Thanksgiving because (laughs) of how late that we start. So I want you to keep that in mind. He was like, Hey man, what you doing? And it was, it was like six o'clock and it was like, Oh, we're not doing, we're literally doing nothing. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. I thought you meant that he like just didn't go to his family celebration and just no. like, oh, you're the so he's, no, he, he double dipped. On yeah, no, he, he was just done. That's he was awesome. like, I don't know. What the, yeah, he was he was visiting from uh from from I think from the Carolinas. Okay. Uh, and he was just like, I just might as well go see TJ. <laughs> Who hasn't even Sweet. started Thanksgiving yet? That's awesome. Oh man. Yeah, that's the kind of impression I got. I was like, wait, did he like skip? Did he like skip out? Is he like? <laughs> was he like by? What did he say? Like by fam to his family? He was like, I don't know what TJ's doing. I'm just gonna join him instead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I feel like that may that may or may not top hot gravy spoons. I'm not sure. Like Thanksgiving? Oh, well, I mean, I mean, you, yeah. I mean, you both have me topped. I don't really have like a story. I don't really have like I don't really have like anything kind of like super memorable. It's all kind of just like blended together over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you have like a, a tradition? 
Yeah, I'll usually go over to my Aunt Tammy's house. Now, she's doing it this year. I didn't think that she was. So, like, I tentatively was not planning on, wasn't planning on going. Um, but since she is doing it, hey, okay. Um, so, because I was originally just going to go over to my dad's house, which is fine. Um, so, I mean, so, I mean, it's kind of like a pleasant surprise that I was actually able to do it this year, given everything. So, that's good. Yeah. Well, here, here's a question. Have you guys ever um, done Thanksgiving with someone who wasn't family? So this could be like a significant other or going to a friend's for Thanksgiving. No. No? Um, well, you never you never went to Kelly's uh, for Thanksgiving? No. Um, for the most part, no, she I, and... I never did that either. Mm-hmm. I never did that either. For the most part, she and I have done like, we've actually had to do a lot of our, uh, our holidays like apart because like, I mean... Um, we both want to, like, I, um, there's not really a good reason for it, to be honest. Uh, it's just that, like, my family's very traditional, and so, like, it's very much like you do holidays with the family. Uh, my family's also getting a lot bigger, too, because we have, I, both sets of my grandparents are still alive, and, uh, my sister has a family now, she's married, and she, they, she and her husband have two kids, and so, like, the, the holidays are just continually getting more complicated. Uh, so, like, we haven't really done the Thanksgiving thing together yet, um, but we did do Christmas together, uh, last year. Um, and, yeah, I mean, this, the, the things are gonna be a little more interesting this year, because we'll see what happens with, uh, with holiday stuff, because, I mean, it's scary, like, with the COVID thing. I don't necessarily know that I, like, I want to see my grandparents, but I don't want to ever potentially put them at risk and i've been in you know i've been in the school building for the last few weeks with we're starting to have students now and like case numbers are going up and stuff it's a freaky time a little bit yeah like thanksgiving is it it could be a different beast because it's all supposed to be about family and union and whatnot but uh what if your family's out here tripping in these streets and it's uh (laughs) you know uh, not exactly doing their best to like social distance and all that right um I've, i've done it once i've like I've once I have not eaten with my family for Thanksgiving. I um I for a few years didn't make a big deal about Thanksgiving once I could, like moved out of my family's house. Pretty much after Black after like Black Thanksgiving which was like 2017 I think. I kind of um basically it, it it got to be a point where Thanksgiving became like one of my few days off like I was working multiple jobs and in school. So I didn't really give it much thought. And my mom would hit me up like, hey, so like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm not really doing anything. And I, I think one year she got invited out of state to do Thanksgiving with some family that I didn't really know. Like, you know how there's like family that you just don't know? Uh, I don't yeah. know if you guys have like that. Like oh, for yeah. me, I know my, like, my mom, my dad, my grandmothers and my sister. And that's, I know like a few of my aunties, but I don't, I haven't really talked to them much in the past 10 or 15 years. So I have a very small hmm. family connection. So um for the most part, with like the bigger extent of him, I don't really know them. And my mom's like, "Oh, don't you know your cousin so and so?" Nope. Oh, don't <laughs> you don't you don't you remember? Uh, yeah. Nope. Um. So she'll um she gets like invited out, and I'm like, "Well, I know it's like family and stuff, but for me, it feels weird to go to a family event when I don't know any of the family. Like it's just right. it's like going to a party where you don't know anyone. And I know they're supposed to be family and stuff like that. And I hate that people also use that as an excuse. Well, it's family, blah, blah, blah. But it's also just like, I don't really know you. Right. Um, so uh, she got invited out of state. And I was just like, oh, I don't think I'll join. So I actually didn't have anything to do on Thanksgiving for once. And uh, a friend of mine at the time, 
uh, invited me to Thanksgiving with his family, and I had my very first uh, Puerto Rican Thanksgiving. It was dope. It's just different cuisine. It was, it was, it was a good time. My, my homie was Puerto Rican, um, and uh, it was lively. It was, it was fun. I don't know. It's, except they didn't start as late as a Black Thanksgiving, uh, mm. but the food was just as tasty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, was, it, was, it was a good time. It was a good time. It would be interesting to 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 like experience a different culture's Thanksgiving. Good point, yeah. Yeah, right. Like just Oh, I've never yeah. been I don't think I've ever been to a white Thanksgiving. I've been to Friendsgivings and I love Friendsgivings. Like, mm. oh my god, they're so much fun. Well, Friendsgivings are fun cuz like I feel like everybody's trying to one up each other when they go to them. So like everybody really? wants everybody wants to find like the optimal version of the dish that they've decided to bring mm-hmm. um, or maybe that's just me like i get really into making a sweet potato casserole with like i a, never knew this about you mm, this is i mean i mostly just do this because it's easy but it's mm-hmm. also really fun it's there's like a it's a i have a, I have a recipe that i make that's a sweet potato casserole that has like a, a glaze on the top of it and it, it it's really good it's um it's pretty rad I don't remember huh. where the re- re- what the recipe entails right now because I make it once a year, <laughs> but like, but I feel like that's what my friend group does is that when we have Thanksgiving we all just try to like make the best thing and it's like a competition not really but I don't know it gets like weirdly competitive almost like six pack. <laughs> well, we'll do a six pack in a bit. Um, I just uh, I'm very I, I don't know I'm very pro Thanksgiving because since I have such like small family connections mm-hmm. i my friends have become very much what i would say like my biggest like connection point or like biggest relationships i'd say um over like the past like maybe 10 years or so uh right. so friendsgiving for me is like always like really 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 fun. i like you know, i like you know doing black thanksgiving with me and my mom it's kind of nice because we'll like take most of the day off and just kind of hang out uh, but a friendsgiving i don't know it's just i i really really enjoy that it's definitely one of my like favorite new um I feel like, I don't know if it's like a 2010s or a 2000s thing, but that's definitely one of my like new favorite traditions. I probably, I think that it became more popular in the 2010s, or at least for mm-hmm. our age group it did, because graduating from college and stuff. It's the ugly sweater uh, party of Thanksgiving. Yep, that's, that's like pretty much exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, okay, guys, let's go ahead and switch gears. Uh, we're going to go into six-pack. In a six-pack, we like to give our top six of our favorite things uh, you get 36 seconds to defend your top six. We could do a top five, uh, but we like to do one more because we're just a little bit better than other people. Um, so this top six, gentlemen, you're going to be giving your top six Thanksgiving foods. Who would like to go first? All right. My list is turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing, buttered noodles, sweet potato casserole, and then pies. What? Buttered noodles? Uh-huh. What? I'll, I'll explain. Um, oh, hold on. Let me get the timer. Mm-hmm. All right. So, gentlemen, uh, just for these rules, I will hold up one finger when you have 10 seconds left. All right? You have 36 seconds. Cool. On your, on your mark. Get set. Go. Okay, so turkey is great because, I mean, it's the main course of the meal. It's the bird that everybody loves. Um, it's the bird that is the word. Mashed potatoes, I don't even need to explain that. Stuffing, uh, it is... It's, it's fantastic. It's bread. It's whatever. It's great. Homemade buttered noodles. My grandma makes buttered noodles, like homemade noodles every year with gravy. It's It, it slaps. Um, sweet potato casserole. Uh, it's like a dessert, but it's also a course. And then pies. Come on. Pumpkin, apple. I don't even care what kind. They're great. All right. So that is 27 seconds. Okay. A little long there. Uh, you know, lately you've been doing pretty well, but... Uh... Yeah, I know. So I'm okay with that. Right. Okay. I was pretty happy with the bird is the word, though. <laughs> I, I I caught that, and just for a second, I was like, I, I just can't. <laughs> uh, okay, landfill. Uh, whenever you're ready, sir. 
Okay, so mine are my six are the uh, turkey with gravy, stuffing, mashed potatoes with gravy, green bean casserole, sweet potatoes, and pumpkin pie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, sir. So on my mark, get set. Wahlberg. So turkey with gravy, it's fantastic. Stuffing uh, is great. Mashed potatoes with gravy, they're all three of them are great just together. Green bean casserole, great transition food, great vegetable. Sweet potatoes, do not stand in my way of my sweet potatoes. And pumpkin pie, fantastic dessert. 16.06 seconds. Once again, Lanfo is staking his claim as a champ of six-pack. <laughs> I'll be a good sport. You suck. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I genuinely love how competitive this bit gets. All right. Good job, buddy. I'm All right, so yay! <laughs> yay! Kermit the Frog, what are you doing here? Um, okay, I can All right, guys, it is yes, sir. All right, so my six, my top six Thanksgiving foods. All right, I want you to hear me very clearly because each one is an individual dish: mac and cheese, ham, mac and cheese with gravy, baked mac and cheese, mac mashed potatoes with gravy, and collard greens. Uh, collard greens and mashed potatoes with gravy were really just filler because, to be honest, baked mac and cheese, mac and cheese with gravy, mac and cheese are the flyest, especially mac and cheese with gravy. I just, I love that. Those three completely different dishes. And ham because turkey makes you fall asleep and it's boring. Boom. Done. Oh, 13 seconds. Well, holla at your boy. Don't at me. Well, do because you can add us at Team Trashcast on Instagram and TikTok. That's good. <laughs> you can send us an email at teamtrashcast.com. You can get tired of hearing us say that every other minute last episode. <laughs> well, actually, last episode we were plugging email, so that was completely different. But still. This is true. Do you think... Okay, who do you think had the best? I want to know from the listeners who did think had the best Thanksgiving food pick. Ooh. I will say, uh, Dr. Compost, I feel like you had a, a a bit of an outlier there with butter noodles. I didn't see that coming, but I do like that selection. I'll be completely honest. I think I'm biased. I think baked mac and cheese with a nice crispy breaded top when it's nice and crispy and golden brown. I don't know how you guys can even think at all that you have the top six. Okay, clearly because I have the top time, so it means I have the better list. All right, so, you know, I'm just saying. Honestly, I've never actually stand had... In, stand in front of me and my sweet potatoes, you die. <laughs> I will I will fight you. I will, I will literally Whoa. fight you if you get in the way of my back mac all and right. cheese, sir. Yo, I mean, that's all you. I don't care. Just don't stand in front of me and my sweet potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> what were we saying, Dr. Compost? I've never had mac and cheese for Thanksgiving. Which What? Yeah, right? What? Never had mac-, mac and cheese at a Thanksgiving meal that I can think of. That sounds yeah. sacrilegious. Like it's that, it is a staple. It is a necessity. It's interesting that like I I don't know, like every time I go on Twitter around Thanksgiving and people are fighting about whether or not you should do baked mac and cheese, I'm just like, I don't Wait, this is a question for some people? Yeah. That is Man, our country really is divided, man. Forget the election. <laughs> like this is the true division yep. that our country is <laughs> it's, it's, what, it, the fact that you have to ask the question about bacon cheese, about baked mac and cheese, it is, it is, a, okay, basically, any food they serve at Boston Market is the food you should be having at Thanksgiving, okay? <laughs> and you should also, also, okay. uh, what? All right. Have you know. had Boston Market? Uh, no, I actually haven't ever. I don't think, I might have eaten there like once or twice, but it's not like, I can't remember it. That's so, just, are you telling me that we should have sandwiches at Thanksgiving? You don't know what they have at Boston Market, do you? No, I, I don't. No, you don't. Okay, so growing up in Baltimore, uh, <laughs> growing up, in, I'm giving you Pac-Man hand, which means you close your mouth. All right. So uh, growing up in Baltimore, there was a Boston Market right near 
me and my family, we used to eat there all the time. Okay, Boston Market specializes in that delicious soul food. Actually, I wouldn't say soul food. It specializes in that delicious food that you want right after church when you would go to church. Um, it, it basically, I didn't even know about Chick Fil A. Is why I couldn't even have a craving. <laughs> for chick-fil-a at this point at this point it was basically oh where are we going to eat after church because in black church the sermons go on so long that your hunger is restarted as your breakfast completely is digested um (laughs) um and it's like okay we're either going to go to old country buffet or we're going to go to boston market (laughs) um two places where there will be a lot of church folk will be up in there man trust me boston market like any of the food that they have is what you want to have on your um your, your Thanksgiving. Like, you know, a rotisserie chicken, maybe you want to have some greens, you want to have some mac cheese. I hope we have black listeners because I'm trying to speak and it, I want them <laughs> to hear me right now that like I'm speaking for us. You know what I'm saying? I know like Audrey and Wyatt that y'all listen and I love y'all very much and thank you for listening. But I'm wondering where the black homies at uh, to, <laughs> to back me up on this. I'm, I will die on this hill. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, now that that's over, why don't we get into our next segment? Sure. Sounds like a plan to me. All right. So let's just get right into the next segment. We're going to bring back one that we haven't done in a little bit. It's time for a meeting of the Back Alley Ideas Corporation. In this segment, we present an imaginary idea and we try to figure out how could we make it work. And I try to convince the other hosts to let me do this. So I have the idea this time. I'm going to present you guys to the panel. I'm going to present to you uh, the panel. Mm. Um, This is my Thanksgiving-related idea. I'm going to be giving you my pitch. Yes, this is the Thanksgiving episode, so that would be a very good thing to make it related to, wouldn't it? Yes, Shark. Thank you for (laughs) referring to me by my my first name, (laughs) which is Shark. And last name McKenzie, right? No, it's uh, it's actually Markenzie. Shark Mark Kenzie. <laughs> Shark Markenzie. Um, uh, Shark Markenzie and mm. Logan Landfill. Thank you very much for having me today. Um, You're welcome. Uh, my idea uh, that I'd like to present to you guys around Thanksgiving. Uh, sometimes there could be some tough conversations that we have to have with family members because we learn, oh snap, Aunt Susie's racist. Or, oh my goodness, uh, Uncle Jamal is kind of homophobic. Well, this is a tough conversation. Well, I'd say this is fast becoming a confrontation. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But sometimes those conversations can be really difficult to have. And, you you know, sometimes it's kind of difficult to approach discussing those things with family, even when we know that they're not being cool. So I figured if for those people who have difficulty with direct verbal confrontation, instead, why not get a little physical? So before you get to your Thanksgiving meal, you want to attach these to each seat of your family member that you're wondering if they might be a little bit racist or uncool. It's an ejector seat. I think we should have ejector seat on each family member that is slightly problematic. And basically, if you want to, we can also insulate the ceilings for safety. But basically, uh, anytime your family says, well, I don't know if that particular group of people are as productive as, as we think they are. The ejector seat will hear the subtle racism or problematic uh, content in their voice and fling them sky high, say about six to 10 feet. That way they can still be socially distanced as they're flung and yeeted into the sky, but will have a nice insulated ceiling so that they don't hit their head. But this way they kind of know that they fucked up uh, with something that came out of their mouth. There it is. That's my pitch. Ejector seats for Thanksgiving from when your family says some dumb shit. So if one of them said something like not to be racist yep (laughs) (laughs) 
which so, is a great way to start a racist sentence. Yes. Uh, so they wouldn't even be able to finish the sentence, I assume? Yes, because uh, there would be microphones that are actually in the ejector seats that uh, catch even the hint of racism. Now, a question about this uh, device. Uh, is the AI, where's the AI infrastructure for it? Uh, is it integrated with, with uh, Google devices by any chance? Uh, it can be connected to um, either Alexa or Google devices. Basically, any technology that's listening to us at all times will be completely enabled with the ejector seat. I like it. And by the way, we do have a name for the product. Oh, ass out of here <laughs> when you need to get your family's ass out of here <laughs> so what do you guys think about the ass out of here i like it uh dinner and a show why not <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly i'm here to entertain and to to get people to quit the bullshit as megan Stein would say well i shark markenzie don't make a ha habit of laughing but i'm pretty sure that that would at least make me guffaw i approve Hell yeah, that's right. The ass out of here, coming to stores never. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, please, um... Don't leave us. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> hey, uh, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the show, shoot us a um, an email at teamtrashcast at gmail.com. At gmail.com. <laughs> at gmail.com. Team Team Trashcast. Like it's like a radio. Gmail.com. I like it. Thanks for sticking with us here at the Team Trashcast. We're going to get right to our next segment. It's time for The Dump, yes. where we give you the worst possible advice that we can think of. Today, we want to hear some of uh, – we want to make sure you guys get the worst possible advice on how to handle Thanksgiving, like the actual day of the activity. Um, I think I'll go ahead and just uh, kick us off here. Um, you know, sometimes you want to so, – I feel like it's really important to keep honest relationships with your loved ones. So – there's no better time. There's no better way to learn what like someone honestly thinks than when you disagree with them or confront them or oh, try yeah. to pin, like try to uh, corner them like a wild animal. So be very adversarial with your family members today. Like uh, tell them that they voted for the wrong person. Uh, tell them um, that they look kind of funny today. You know, just 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 figure out some kind of way to get them to erupt. So that way they will be completely vulnerably honest with you. I think that's a great idea. And in fact, to piggyback off of that, I think the best thing that any pot, anybody could do right now, any whoever is listening out there, um, if if you know if the candidate that you voted for won, make sure you wear as much of their memorabilia <laughs> as possible to Thanksgiving dinner. Mm -hmm. And always going to Thanksgiving with the with the expectation that your family does agree with you on everything. Oh, so yeah, you want to be, if you are, you know, if you're like OnlyFans is doing really, really well, uh, and you just like, you're, you're really sex positive, make oh, sure that you there. go in with, make sure that you go in there. Like, you know, with that, let's say that, you know, your Catholic grandmother wants you to go to church. Make sure that, you know, you tell the priest about your OnlyFans. Like, make sure that you are as sex positive as you can possibly be. Whatever, whatever... <laughs> <laughs> tell, t 
tell you, make if your OnlyFans is doing well, why not tell your parents? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Give them your business oh, card. Make sure they know that you're in your business card. It'll just say accountant. <laughs> <laughs> That's that is just for any of our listeners. Oh, so man. for those listeners who don't know, what I've learned through watching a million TikToks because I'm single, um, is that if you one way to say that you do OnlyFans is to say that you're an accountant. Uh, there's like this little song going around about like when somebody asks you, what do you do? You're an accountant. So if you ever see hashtag accountant, you might, but it's like on a young person's profile, you might want to like double, you might want to just like double check to see like what that actually means. That's true. So like bouncing off of that, like talking about youngins, the best, best way to counteract being around your family is so like, you know how like you sat at the kids table when you were younger, right? Well, I hated that so much. <laughs> so no, so if you're still feeling shame and regret about that, no better way to counteract that, that than than by sawing the table legs really really short to make every to make everyone you're sitting with as an adult to make them feel real short. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you also know how frustrating the kids table was for you as a child. Why not actually just saw the actual table, the kids table, in half? As as sort of an artistic, uh, as, as an artistic way to convey the true rage you felt being limited by the prison that is childhood. And you know what? Let's turn it into a performance art. Do it after <laughs> the table's been set. And, and make sure you have like, an entire routine with it, like a cage of doves underneath, maybe. And say, like, be free from this cradle, or this cage of a cradle that held me as a babe. That's, like, you have a whole, like, poem written for it. Like, maybe some haikus, I don't know. Uh... Whatever maybe, flavor of poetry you like, you know, in, in there with the cage of doves, like you should, you should uh, completely shed all of your clothes and douse yourself in gravy, which is the <laughs> physical represent, rep- fuck, <laughs> which is the physical okay. representation of Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, you should just fully bathe yourself nude in gravy and put yourself in the cage to show the prison that is Thanksgiving. Hey, just a Thanksgiving carry. Um... <laughs> But it's gravy instead of blood. <laughs> that's that's what we that's what we call a Thanksgiving carry on Urban Dictionary. I think um, we just found the episode title. <laughs> it's either it's either that or it's Thanksgiving in the cage of doves. <laughs> I like it. Um, uh, uh, um, yeah, I think that's a great idea. I think that's exactly what you should do. I think. Um, one other thing you could consider is, like, just be as, like, brutally honest as possible. If somebody asks you any questions about, like, what you do, just, you know, go into go into very fine detail about, like, the minutiae of your everyday tasks. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you're, if, you're, if you're a teacher and maybe this year your family's doing a virtual Thanksgiving, just be like, just don't stop talking about how much practice we have doing all this virtual stuff. And, uh... <laughs> And I say we because I'm a teacher too. You could talk about how it's kind of weird that, you know, we've decided that this year's the year to do a cyber Thanksgiving and not like a hybrid Thanksgiving and just, you know, try to keep from losing your mind. You know, in keeping it vain with honesty and sex positivity, uh, if you are someone who's dating a significant other and you have to go to your family's house for Thanksgiving, you know, parents really respect honesty. So... Whenever your family asks, if you know, whenever one of the the mom or dad asks, so like, what are your uh, intentions with uh with my my, my 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 child? Just say, oh, I'm fucking them. Well, 
And then you stare into their eyes so that they understand the same passion that you stare into the eyes of their child with. Yeah, it's a great idea. <laughs> I realize I realize I've dropped a lot of f bombs in this episode. <laughs> it's like it's like all of the dump too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Gosh, you got, you guys got anything else? Oh no that that is that is for me. I I was like Honestly. I was like I hope you guys get a kick out of the mine. <laughs> I did like that. Saw the table legs off. That's, that's <laughs> table legs off to br- you know, we gotta bring them down to their le- to like to your level. Right, right, you know, right, right. Michelle Obama says like when they go. What did she, what did she say? When, when they, they go, go low, we, low go we go high. Charlemagne the God actually says when they go low, you take it to the floor with them. Okay, so that's a, you need to still take the table to the floor. Oh man. Okay, guys. Well, actually, let's um completely shock our audience once again by switching gears completely. Um, I just have one last question for you before we get into our rotten wreck, and I just want to take a a, a quick second. Because sometimes uh, this thing, the Thanksgiving episode feels as much about family as it does about the actual Thanksgiving itself. Thanksgiving is a holiday where we come together um, to, you know, hang out with the family, or our friends, to eat a meal, and sometimes we try to be thankful for what we have. And there's a plethora of different things. Granted, with this year, there's been some really tough things that people have had to deal with with the virus, uh, but you know, there's also been reasons to smile. So. I guess the question I have for you guys is one that maybe I should give a little backstory for this. When it comes to Thanksgiving, one thing that's always kind of concerned me that I've learned from some of my friends um, and then also kind of saw as I grew a little bit older myself is as you get older, you kind of, and you're forming your own opinions, is kind of realizing that sometimes you might not agree with your family on all the things that you were kind of raised in. And one thing I learned predominantly through, um, predominantly through like some white women that I dated was like dealing with like uh, relatives that like turned out to be racist or something, or in my own family, uh, which is a very big thing in the black community. um, Like hearing like uh, homophobic comments or sometimes just general family drama creating conflict, you know, like maybe you haven't seen your sibling in a while and you guys don't really talk. So whenever you're in the same room, it's really tough. So we don't have to get too personal, um, but I was just wondering, do you guys ever find that sometimes Thanksgiving can be kind of a tough thing to go to rather than a joyous thing for us like to celebrate? Um, I feel like in years past it has, like especially like if somebody asked me like, oh, hey, how's work going? Or like, how's this? Or like if I would show up single and they would be like, oh, are you dating anybody yet? I'm like, oh, I hate that so much. I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm like, what do you fucking think? I'm like, sorry for the f bomb. I'm like, what do you think, dude? I'm like, this is like the fourth year in a row of come here single. Like, it's not a surprise anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's it's odd how those questions can be such a such a point of contention because mm-hmm. for the most part you assume that they're coming from a good place and that like they're interested in your life and they right. want to know more. But it's like it's the reactions to your answers I think that n- typically are just so like frustrating for young people because like but i don't know what the solution is because like our parents and grandparents went through that too i'm assuming and our kids are going to go through and we're going to be the ones asking those questions at some point true but i think like given our perspective with things like we understand like okay like maybe that isn't like really a good question to ask because like we know them we knew them on a personal level so maybe it's not a good question to ask the reason i'm kind of going on like a tangent with this is because 
like I feel like in my personal opinion that like if I've been asked those questions, like people know the answer to them and then they'll get like almost offended or like in a sense um, upset if like the answer that I give them isn't technically what they want to hear. So like if I would say – if they would say, oh, how's work? Like if I – like beforehand I would be working like a job that I didn't care about, they'd say, oh, how's this? And I would say, oh, well, I don't plan on working there very long just for an example, mm. like that family member that would ask that question would be like, the reaction would be like, Oh, I just committed the original sin. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is like, it's like, well, okay. But you asked, you asked an honest question and I gave right. you an honest answer. I mean, I wasn't mean about it or anything, but like I was honest with what you would ask. So sure. yeah, I think that's kind of like an uncomfortability that kind of comes with that. Um, I wish there was kind of a way to avoid <laughs> those questions, to be honest. I wish there was. Uh, I think there's just something about family that they are really able to just, because they've grown up with us, they are able to ask us the exact question that can set us off. Or like to say the exact thing that can like set us off. My sister just knows exactly how to irritate the hell out of me. Like she, like she can just say like one phrase and all of a sudden I'm completely heated in a way that I may not be with like my friends or I'm, I'm not a way 98% of the time but then like with this one phrase is because she says sassafras I'm like how fucking dare you like granted this I'm not saying that I have a trigger that is the word sassafras although can you imagine <laughs> we can't say sassafras around TJ he just goes Why ballistic not? oh no <laughs> um, it would be one thing if it made sense <laughs> gotta cue the anime flashback right. or um, actually you know what I just had this with my mom she um i don't know what it is she asked me if i um if i had like gone to the doctor yet and like we're young men so i don't know if you guys relate to this as well i don't like some of my female friends i've talked to like this isn't their experience as a guy i can tell i am far more stubborn to go to the doctor and just like i'll just ride out the pain i'll just ride it out like yeah i think it's kind of a male thing yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Where it's like women actually take care of themselves, <laughs> which well, is why they live longer. That's part of the whole, like, I mean, we did the episode on toxic masculinity. That's kind of one of the things, right? Is that, like, we don't, men typically feel like they shouldn't have to accept help. Mm-hmm. So, like, we want to, like, go through things ourselves. Yeah, so I think as a, as a whole, like, generally speaking, men are probably more reticent to go to the doctor, probably partially because right. of the influence of society. The reason I brought that up is because um, when she asked that question, it's my mom. My mom, my mom is one of the few people in this world that, that I know. No matter what I do, she will always care about me. Like, so I know that she's asking this because she's just thinking, I want to make sure that my baby's safe. Okay, and like she's and granted, I'm not like sick. I don't have like coronavirus or anything. I had like some injuries like long, long before like the virus that like I kind of haven't really done anything about. It. I just thought I would just let them heal, but they're kind of still like here. Um, so she was just like curious about them because she cares about her child. Yet for some reason, my brain sees it as an attack at first before I like I get a chance to think. My brain sees it as like if I tell her, oh, the real answer was just like, no, mom, I just uh, I was too lazy or I kind of just have really deprioritized this like a lot. I'm worried that she's going to like be disappointed or something. So I get angry at her for asking me because like it's it's going to be able to point out that I'm a failure or something like that. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I think it's my mom overstepping, but in that case, it was more myself, but I could tell, okay, I'm going to get irritated by this. 
Hold on, I'm trying to like make sure. I think, it, I, this... I think I figured it out. Okay. I think I figured out like why we get mad when questions like that are asked. I think it's a misplaced aggression thing. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because it's like when you are asked that question, you're like, I really should have taken care of this, and this is something yep. that I should have done. So you get mad at yourself, but in that moment, like you you aren't processing that and being like okay this is something i'll deal with later because you also have this other person that's applying that external pressure and so like that anger then gets redirected from you to that person because now it's like that's the outlet for it you make a really really good point because i'm more upset that like i didn't just go to the doctor and i had thinking like okay i still have a deductible i gotta pay that and like what's mm-hmm. the point if i have to like pay for it but also you know doctors deserve care but also it's so expensive. Like how much pain could I, I'm thinking about like, all right, how much pain could I really take that like, then me going to the doctor becomes like a requirement. Anyway, the thing I'm saying is that like, there's something about like a family member asking you questions that is, they're able to cause such a different reality. Like they're able to bring something out of you that like only that is like more primal because it is like, it was built when you were like younger. So my sister and I are able to fight like we're kids because that's how we used to fight. And so even when I try to introduce um, things I've learned about conflict now to that relationship, it's very, it's like, it's like working against a really rough surface. Right. Um, Hard habit to break for sure. Yeah. I just, I, I, to be honest, Thanksgiving makes me, I honestly, I am more okay <laughs> to not do Thanksgiving than to fight with my family. If I'm being completely honest. Mm-hmm. But that maybe that's just me being like too conflict averse, you know. It's just I just my family is so split on like everything, um, except comedy. That's like the only thing that can like bring <laughs> us together. No, honestly, that's the reason I'm to crack jokes. It's part of the reason I'm doing this podcast or like um, making sketches is because making people laugh is the only thing that is like ever like worked for the people in my life like as a whole. Mm-hmm. They are split. And they fight on like everything. So for Thanksgiving. I don't like dealing with the fighting because I fight every Thanksgiving. Gotcha. Mm. When it, I'm not when a fan it, of it. When it comes to that, like, I don't know that I fight with my family like every Thanksgiving, but I've been noticing that from my perspective, things have been getting like a little bit more tense the last few years. I know for me, I've become a lot more left leaning in specifically, probably the last, I don't know, four ish years. The length of a presidential term? (laughs) I've become a lot more left-leaning in that time. And uh, when I go home and, like, when I go to a family dinner, like, I I know this this year's probably going to be pretty interesting, depending on whatever happens. Because, like I said earlier, like, I don't really want to see my extended family, because then there's also, like, the question of... I know there are some of them that don't... that aren't taking COVID very seriously at all. And so, like, I don't want to be exposed to people that aren't taking it seriously. So that's me. Like, that's going to be something, too, that I'm going to have to address or, like, to, to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's something I'm going to have to confront in the next couple of weeks. And so, like, this year, I think, is going to be particularly difficult. It's tough. Like, it's so much harder to deal with family issues, I think, from, like, with, between my parents and my siblings than it is like talking to friends or like my girlfriend and i feel like a part of that is because like you choose your friends a hundred percent um yeah yeah and so typically you're probably more surrounded by like-minded people where you're it's a little easier to get along um but your family you don't choose 
I had this great phrase the other day where someone um, said that having family prepares you for work because you have to be around people that you didn't choose to be around, but you still do need to like um, function function with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it prepares you for the workplace, which I think is a very fair, very fair statement. You know, yeah. you got some that you like, some that you don't. Yeah. And you have to learn how to operate still and be bureaucratic and <laughs> battles. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lanfield. I feel like yeah. I cut you off. No, you're fine. All right. I actually, you know what? I, I feel like this is a very dour note to kind of like get towards the end of the show. And so I just want to take one minute. Uh, I want to ask a, a surprise question. Guys, what is, because it's going to be Thanksgiving. This is the Thanksgiving episode. We can't do it without thinking. What's, even in this era that we have right now, what is one thing that you're thankful for? Oh, my girlfriend, definitely. Definitely. Oh, um, damn, that's really sweet. He's, he's creating well, like, a soundbite to, to, to play her. He's doing it right now. He's like, oh, this is your present, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, no, it's like, I feel like she's kind of just like somebody who is like just that supportive person that's like, I kind of didn't ask for, but like that I didn't know I needed. Yeah. It, and it kind of comes in like all areas, like in all areas, like there'll be things like, like things that I've talked to her that like, I, that like, I don't really share like with any, like with anybody. Like, I mean, I feel like I've shared stuff with like you guys, but like there's stuff like I'll share with her. And it's like the fact that she's like such a good person to like lean on and, and be supportive in that. So like, she's definitely somebody that like I'm thankful for just like being in my life. Cause like I said, in a sense, like I didn't expect her, but like, I also didn't know I needed that. So I'm definitely thankful for her presence in my life. Yeah, dude. Bro, bro, that was beautiful, man. That was really good. Yeah. Well, let me, let me ask you a quick question here because I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> Have you told her this? Is this something you've told her? Does she know this information? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right, cool. cool, I've, cool, cool. I've told her I, well, I've told her this before. I've, I've said, like, you know, you're a blessing. I've told her I told her she's a blessing, you know. Um, so she knows or she better know. well good because that's i'm a big fan of whenever people say nice things about people that they care about i'm a very big fan of like going and telling that person like hey so-and-so and and i we were talking about you and like i or like they said this really nice thing about you and we just wanted to share uh this positivity with you so um you should play her this bit of the podcast that'll be available wherever you can find podcasts (laughs) (laughs) um all right what about you dr compost um so mine's uh i'm thankful that throughout this year and the the absolute scream ride that it's been all of my family and my friends and my loved ones have been um have been safe like i haven't heard of any of my anybody that i know that's really close to me like losing work or um you know having like financial like issues due to COVID or anything like that. Um, I mean, maybe they just haven't told me, but for the most part, it seems like everybody's been blessed enough that like they've all been um, consistent and and healthy. I think a part of that is because we're looking out for each other and everything. And it's, it's just been nice to be able Mm -hmm. to see that everybody's doing well and doing okay. Um, And if you're not, if that's not you, I'm sorry. And you know, um, this isn't me trying to say that like, oh yeah, we're better than everybody, but I'm really happy that everybody around me has been like safe and healthy and happy so far. I'm really glad that we asked this question. Okay. So 
I guys, I have a plethora of things that I'm like thankful about. Um, mm-hmm. because uh as you both know, not like six like I don't know, like what, six, seven months ago, I yeah. was working a job that I hated and I uh didn't have a car. And I am very thankful that like I'm very thankful for like having like a new job where I feel appreciated and I have a good work environment. I'm very appreciated to have a car. I'm so thankful to have a car again. Like I would not believe. But the thing I am I think I'm far more thankful for is like having friends like you guys, um, having friends like uh like Red Roach or Trash Panda or Leftovers, um, Mike the Meme, uh Compactor. Like I don't know I'm giving them their chance, but like honestly, <laughs> I'm being still like dead fucking serious, man. Like I am so thankful for the wonderful friends that I've gotten a chance to like have in my life that were still there in my life when I felt like I was really really low even though i had plenty of times to be able to laugh and whatnot i felt very low and i felt very much like a loser so i'm more just thankful for the people that i have chosen to have around me and that um i can say i care very much about and that i would do so much shit for it's not even funny i would do a lot of things for you guys um (laughs) uh, but i am very very thankful for those bonds that i've had because they uh, it makes it makes me feel really nice I'm really gonna have you guys. I'm really glad to have a lot of my friends uh, in my life. All right, wasn't that nice? Yeah, that felt nice. That, was, that felt yeah. hell yeah, man. That felt beautiful. You went like full Yvendicol Brown there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that what do you so mean? Nice. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that is honestly one of the sweetest moments we've had on the show. Uh, that thankful. That was so cute. I loved it. Um, so I feel like John Mulaney <laughs> when he's just happy about something. I oh, love it. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, all right. So it's time for our last segment, the Rotten Rex. For our listeners, in our Rotten Rex segment, uh, each week our host recommends something for the other to try. This, sh- and it, it doesn't have to be bad. It can be good. Oftentimes it is. And this is mainly because aren't you tired of telling your friends, oh, you should check this out? Well, on this show, we make our friends check it out. Also, I'm, I'm I'm really interested in having our listeners um, partake in this. You guys can let me know if uh, if you're behind this. But I'd be very curious to have maybe once an episode a listener wreck. Oh, as a as a group wreck. So each week, yes. maybe a, one of our listeners emails us at teamtrashcast at gmail.com, or you shoot us a DM um, at teamtrashcast on Instagram and TikTok, and you give us a, something that you think we should try. Yeah. Now it has to be accessible, so like you know, affordable or something like that. Uh, maybe something to stream or like uh, a cheap video game to try. Um, but something you think it might be kind of intriguing uh, for us to try here on the show. Um, I'd like to open up our listeners to uh, to maybe send us one, and maybe we can start trying to do that. All right. So last week, my recommendation: I was told to watch Stouffer's Garage. By landfill. <laughs> now, I'd already seen some of Stafford's Garage because they do on this channel. They do detailing and they really clean up a car. It's kind of therapeutic to watch them really take a, an absolute hot mess like myself and then really, really clean it up. <laughs> it was beautiful. Yeah, fun fact to find out that the Stafford's Garage guys involved in some kind of like YouTube scandal or um, something about like adoption. It, it was completely coincidental, but nonetheless, which, his, I, had, which mm-hmm. I had no idea about. I mean, I, I no, just, yeah, literally. Literally, like, I, I found his videos just, like, because you know how you get, like, random, like, videos, like, on your feed. And I was like, oh, I'll check this out. This looks interesting. And then it just, like, I started, like, binge-watching his videos. 
not knowing that, yeah, he was a part of that. And I had no idea until you said something about it. I was like, oh, okay. Kind of makes me well, feel like bad. <laughs> no, no, and you, you shouldn't feel bad because here's the thing. I just told you about it right before we started recording. And two, I had no idea that it was the guy because I'd already watched a video with Dr. Compost before. Um, mm -hmm. Not knowing that it was this guy, and I, actually, I think when I watched the video with Dr. Campos, I hadn't watched the scandal video about the adoption thing. And I don't even think it had happened yet at that point. This was about like three months ago or something. So, right. Um, all right. right, that's besides the point. Um, okay, so we talked about Thanksgiving this episode, but there's really not a ton of like Thanksgiving. <gasps> got it. I got it. Landfill, do you have access to Hulu? Yes. Okay, so. I'm going to give you an odd wreck here. There is a show, and by the way, there might be, I don't know if it's still up on Hulu, so if it's not, uh, I might have to give you an alternative. But there is a show done, do you know who Courtney Cox is? Yes. Yeah, so Courtney Cox did a little show on ABC after Friends called Cougar Town. And so- oh, I heard of that show. I never watched it, but I heard about it. It's a fantastic, fantastic show. Um, for our community fans out there, they will know that Abed often references oh Cougar Town. Gosh. Here's the thing about Cougar Town. It started out about cougars. Like, that was the whole point of the, the show. It was made by the same guy who made Scrubs. But they found something much different with the cast that they had, and they considered changing the title because it basically just became about friends in their 40s drinking wine and they really just had the crast had like great like synergy and everything and for every year after year they would consider changing the title but then the title became sort of this badge of honor for them because the show was entirely different from what it was meant to be and what the show did is every they didn't really do a lot of christmas specials because it was in like florida mm -hmm. what they did is they did thanksgiving specials so i need to find one to dig it up for you but i'm gonna have you watch one of their thanksgiving episodes and get a chance to see how that cast interacts with each other because i think it's a really wonderful casual show to to view and i see that it is on hulu uh right now you'll be able to watch it no problem all six seasons um for any fans of scrubs out there i also highly recommend cougar town because it is written and made by the wonderful bill lawrence who uh created scrubs that is my rec to you sir and thanks right. for episode of Cougar Town. Alrighty, alrighty. So my recommendation uh, this past week was Things We Do in the Shadows, uh, recommended by TJ. What We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> yes, what we just, that name, it's like that title is like so long. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I was like, I'm watching it and I'm like, and TJ's like, oh, is this a, TJ's like, oh, this isn't scary. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, or whatever. I mean, if, if even if it is scary, whatever. Um, but it basically, it, it's, it's based out of, uh, it's based out of, uh, Australia and these four, <laughs> these, it's like these group of, uh, four misfit vampires. They're like, you can, t you can tell that it's basically a, uh, knockoff of a vampire movie because of how, even how the vampires float, you can tell that they're all wires. They also have this fight with werewolves, and and one of the werewolves is like, "Hey, hey, Johnny, put yourself against that tree. You know how you get when you transform." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good! It's a very it's, silly world, very funny movie. Yeah, dude, it, it's just very goofy, like um, like Universal monster shenanigans, um, mm -hmm. done in like an Australian comedic form um it's a good it's a good film it's a good film i like oh, it it's great 
Um, yes. One, one of my favorite moments is when there's a, a cop that they hypnotize because it's a cop that comes to the, the vampire's house. Like, <laughs> oh, hey, guys, yes. we heard a bunch of ruckus. We don't know what's going on here. There's an Australian cop, and this is this woman, <laughs> this cop, she... <laughs> She sees that like a body's been like burned alive in sunlight. Like one of the vampires was like killed or whatever, and she's like, she's but she's hypnotized, so she doesn't know what's like going on. So she's like, you guys, you got to get this guy a drink or something. He's not having a good time. And I'm like, he's dead. But she just... Oh, it's so funny. Oh, um, if, if you um, like, if you like like slightly spooky aesthetics with like solid comedy, or if oh, you man. enjoy Thor Ragnarok or the director of Thor Ragnarok. You will love what we do in the shadows, the movie or the show. It's it's fantastic. It's amazing. Um, I'm gonna. I want to say something real quick before anybody else on the internet gets to us. It's New Zealand, but oh okay. yeah, you're right. You're right. You're <laughs> Not right. Trying to correct you guys. I just don't. I no, no. Correct us, please. Because the last thing I would want to do, like, if we have international listeners, the last thing I would want to do is insult them by like not saying the place of origin. Truth. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Either no, way, take, it's funny. Take, it's take funny. Funny. Entity, man. I, he's he's phenomenal he has another movie uh on hulu called the search for the wilder people and eventually i'll probably recommend that to one of you too so don't watch it yet um <laughs> but i want to i will i will literally watch anything he does i mean Thor ragnarok is my favorite marvel movie mm. and i saw it in theaters five times not it's the film it's, five times in theaters i went back five i've never seen a movie that much yeah and i oh gosh what a great movie what a great movie i should watch it tonight <laughs> there you go all right, sorry, Lance. Go. Okay, so I had, so I had another rec by Doctor Compost um, to play Monster Hunter World, and then we were going to do a uh, a co op mission for that to, hunt, to do a monster hunt in that. Um, we haven't gotten to it yet, um, just with, like everything kind of going on. We've both been kind of busy, so that's kind of like another rec that I'm going to do myself. Um, but my rec this week for Doctor Compost is. Dr. Compost, have you ever have you ever watched the uh, YouTube channel McJuggernuggets? I've heard of it. Okay. And I so think this I'm is a... maybe watched one. Okay. Because there's a series he did like a while back. I don't know if he still does it. I don't think he does. Um, it was like it, it kind of reached like a bit of a hype like a few years ago. And I thought this I was like, I was like, huh, what am I gonna do for a wreck? And I was like, oh my gosh, I know what I'm gonna do. Um so he used to do this series called the Psycho Kids series where it's basically it like i don't need to explain it um <laughs> he, he, yeah yeah you'll watch it and, and then you explain it to me um okay. so he'll he, it's called the psycho kid series and the one episode is called psycho kid ruins thanksgiving oh no oh no oh yes. no oh uh, wait is he the guy that is he the one that did like the xbox one like psycho dad runs over uh, mm-hmm. xbox game okay cool yeah. i haven't seen this specific thanksgiving one Yes. You know what it's, the vibe it's, is. It's it's interesting. It's entertaining. It's entertaining. So All right. I think you'll enjoy it. Cool. Cool and good. All right. Yeah. Looking forward to it. All right. Isn't there something about like people? I could be wrong on this. I don't know. But isn't there something about like the term psycho lately has been kind of like. Oh, kind of on... yeah. By the way, no, that's not me giving a critique. I've, I've heard something recently about the term psycho because I used to watch. YouTube videos that had there was this series by Reckless Tortuga called Psycho Girlfriend, mm-hmm. and she was toxic AF. Um, but as, I think I've heard something <laughs> about the term. It's probably psycho. that psycho is used short. It's short for psychopathic, which is a catch-all for mental disability. So probably it's not used in like um, the mental health field. 
like they don't call people psycho so they, they, oh okay people shouldn't be calling people psycho it's like retiring other words that the um that people don't use anymore and it's in like dsm and things like that um, well we definitely don't in like endorse like making fundamental oh, issues sure. at all but for sure we absolutely support great comedy yeah so i hope it's a good video um, okay, so my rec from last week was to watch 500 Days of Summer, which I did on, I think, last Tuesday afternoon, um, with, 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 uh, Wasteland. It was alright. <laughs> I want to be- It's my second favorite movie of all time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've actually seen a couple of things from this movie, and I've actually always really wanted to watch it. It was really interesting- um, it wasn't told in chronolog. It's not told in chronological order, so it's like one thing that you have to pay attention to and kind of understand. Like you're getting snippets of the story um, as you go through the movie, and I really like the way that it looks at relationships and how it like it shows like the healing process when something has ended. Um, and like there's there's a whole lot of things that the movie does really well, and I think that it just like you mean literally. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's, it's, uh, it's really, it's really good. Um, I highly recommend it if you, if you enjoy rom-coms or anti-comedies or whatever, like, if you want to watch a movie that'll make you kind of sad but also hopeful at the end, I'd definitely give it a watch because, like, because there's just a lot of stuff that happens in the movie that just kind of, it mirrors real life and, you know, it's just kind of, like, a whole bunch of different people with different ideas about love and relationships and all of that. And, uh, I mean, it's... It's Joseph Gordon-Levitt and... Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel. Yes, thank you. For, for for some reason, the only name that was coming to my mind was Sarah Bareilles, and I was like, that's not who that is. Nope, um, it's definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Better put but some it, respect on Zoe Deschanel's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's Sarah, uh, Zoe Deschanel and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and, like, I mean, they're great actors. It's really well-written. It's directed by Mark Webb, who then went and made Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man 2, like... Why? We don't we don't we but... don't talk about that. He <laughs> he 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 was an executive producer on Crazy Ass Girlfriend, which is one of the best comedies that's that was like out there about like romance. Yeah. Honestly, I think uh his his like thumbprint on the Amazing Spider-Man movies were part of the part of the part of the stuff that actually worked for those movies, so that was cool. Just like the chemistry from Peter and Emma. Anyway, um I said Peter and Emma as opposed to Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone, but I'm getting all the names wrong today anyway, so it's not a big deal. I mean, I would kill to have chemistry with Emma Stone because Emma Stone is just, she's amazing. Yeah. So, for you, Wasteland, for this week, um, your rec is to listen to a song by um, a composer named Louis Cool. I don't want to tell you too much about his music, um, but he has a song called F It Up. And, okay. Um, it's like an at-home recording of it. It's very cool. I, I think you'll like it, probably. <laughs> Okay, sure. I'm down for whatever. It's a lot of fun. Um, I like that title. It's kind of intriguing. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> for our listeners out there, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. Um, I hope that as tough as this year has been for some of us, I hope that maybe there's there was one thing that you were able to be thankful for. We also, uh, if you want to like interact with us a little bit more, like I said before, you can send us an email at teamtrashcast at gmail.com. You can uh, DM us or just check out our Instagram or our TikTok at teamtrashcast. For our Halloween episode, we put out a new sketch, and I'm hoping we can maybe put out a couple more before the end of the year. Our episode and our theme song come from Dr. Compost. Like, yeah. 
Well, or editing. So if you like that song that you hear at the beginning of the episode, that's actually um, a song by my band Space Between. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Music. Um, uh, so our music is all on those places too. Um, we have an EP. It's got three songs on it. It's free. It's pretty fun. I like it. I'd highly recommend it. I think it's good because I wrote the songs. Uh, also, I edited this episode, so um, all of the stuff that is, you know, hopefully it sounds good. Well, to our listeners, we hope that you have an absolutely wonderful Thanksgiving. And with that being said, smell, smell you later. later.